Welcome to the Metal Chick Podcast. I am your hostess, Carrie Zilka, and I have on the line a fellow metal chick. Super excited, because there's not a lot of us out there, as we just discussed. <laughs> so when you meet a kindred spirit, you just want to talk to them. So I'm excited to introduce the listeners to Ashley Ali, who is kicking ass and taking names in, here in Milwaukee. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so let's start off. Let's let's introduce the listeners to you. Um, where are you from? Are you from Milwaukee originally? Oh, actually, I am from a very small town in Michigan called Six Lakes. <laughs> Oh, like, man. there's one stoplight, one gas station, yeah. <laughs> Drive well, through it, you miss it. <laughs> what brought you to so, Wisconsin? Um, Actually, I was living overseas. Um, I was in Egypt, and then the political stuff started happening. So I left, and my best friend lived in Milwaukee and was like, why don't you just come live here? Better than going back to Michigan. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, I stayed in Milwaukee, and then I met my husband, and so what made you what made you want to get into music did you always have a love for it did you always know you wanted to be in a band yeah I mean my dad actually played the drums growing up and played a little guitar and my mom was a dancer and gymnast and so I had a lot of music kind of growing up and just probably from my parents and then I turned 12 and really, really wanted a guitar for Christmas because I listened to some Metallica and I was just like, man, Kirk Cam is awesome. I want to do that. <laughs> really? So, yeah. So my grandparents actually got me a harmony guitar. Oh, wow. And it was it was a really crappy guitar, but, you know, that's what I started on. And thank Metallica and my grandparents for that, I guess. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, yeah. tell me about the progression. So you got the got the guitar at twelve for Christmas. Tell me about that first yep. year. Was it, it was a... a challenge? I yeah. mean, it was. I remember wanting to give up because you know. So my my uncle taught me a couple songs on guitar, and my dad did too. But it was very simplistic, you know, because I wanted to shred. <laughs> I <laughs> I heard Master Puppets, and I was all excited, and you know, I really didn't realize how much work it would take <laughs> to get yeah. to that level. <laughs> So I started, you know, I smoke on the water. I learned like really early. I um, nothing else matters because like really easy to play. And then, um, you know, I just I almost gave up because I was so frustrated that I could not play like Kirk Hammett when I wanted to. <laughs> uh, and then I put a lot of work into it. And like years and years later, you know, I I just kept going at it and going at it and then finally kind of got where I wanted to be but it was a struggle for a while but interesting just took a lot of practicing (laughs) so when you were in high school did you take any lessons or was it all self-taught no I took lessons for like six months um my mom actually drove me to lessons like a half hour away um so I learned like one of my first songs was Cowboys from Hell by Pantera my guitar instructor was like a metalhead so he probably influenced that a lot too but um yeah he taught me for six months and then after that I felt like I I knew enough to keep progressing on my own so then I would just like go online and look up tabs or listen to a song so many times and try to learn it by ear but yeah that's crazy I've even thought about taking lessons now like more recently just to learn different styles you know because it's always helpful to get a different perspective kind of on what you're playing and there's always ways to improve 
That is true. You can never stop learning. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. So all through high school, you played guitar. Did you form any bands or were you in any bands then or not until later? Yeah, I was. I played with um, a group of guys, but it was all like classic rock stuff. I mean, I would throw out some flair on occasion, but it was all, it was like small town. Everyone listened to classic rock. So yeah, Um, I had two bands in high school. One of them, I got a bunch of girls together but it was only to play one song for our <laughs> talent show. <laughs> was, actually, our, our high school janitor gave me a CD. It was like Boston first CD. And so we played some Boston for the talent show, and then we played like Simple Man by Leonard Skinner <laughs> and oh, uh, Pour Some Sugar on Me. So it was pretty cheesy. I mean, people wouldn't have been really happy if we played like Slayer or you know anything like that so yeah yeah that's funny yeah I used to be really into classic rock so I started off playing a lot of like Led Zeppelin, ZZ Top, Boston, Guns N' Roses um, because that was easier for me Mm -hmm. and then like the better I got then I started playing more metal stuff okay so I would try it and just get really discouraged because I couldn't play it immediately (laughs) (laughs) I had to be a little patient how old were you when you finally mastered the song that you'd been struggling with with Metallica? Oh, um, probably like off? 15, a couple years. I mean, I was, there was one song, it was like, Don't Tread on Me. I still remember because, and it's like, there's this sliding bar chord that I really, it hurt my fingers, it made my fingers bleed, and I just wanted <laughs> to give up. <laughs> um, yeah, but I finally got it after like, I mean, it took me months for that one, but. I feel like a couple years later, I was able to actually play through Metallica songs that I wanted to learn. Okay. I mean, the solos were really sloppy, but <laughs> but <laughs> as long as I could do it, you know, my friends didn't care. They thought I was I was awesome. I thought I was awesome. I didn't realize how much I sucked, but yeah, that that it was just I was just having fun. So that's all that mattered. Okay. But, so after high school, what was the next what was the next step for you? Well, after high school, um, I went to college for audio production and video production. Wow. Um, And I I met a lot of guys there because it's like a lot of men. It's very male-dominated audio production and metal, too. So I met a lot of male friends, and then we would jam together on occasion. Then eventually, I don't even know how it happened. I think it was like some internet ad. Um, There was this guy who was in a hardcore band looking to put together a metalcore band. So I auditioned and then I think we played together for a little while and then I wasn't good enough or something. (laughs) So um, that kind of fell off for a little while. And then I got a lot better. And like a year later, um, I re-auditioned and they kicked out their other guitar player and brought me in the band. So it was this band called the Goliath Seed. It was like a metalcore tech metal band um, in Michigan and that didn't last very long. I broke up in 2007, but I played in and out of a lot of bands. I don't even, it was basically just me and a bunch of guys jamming. A lot of them weren't that serious, um, except for the Goliath dude, that was pretty serious, but that didn't last that long. And then I moved overseas to South Korea and then I moved back, went to school again, um, didn't have any bands around that time, but I kept playing guitar. I would just randomly jam with people I went to school with um, and just kept practicing on my own and then moved to Egypt and then moved to Milwaukee and was in and out of a couple cover bands (laughs) 
So it's just been like a lot of random jamming that never really went anywhere. I always wanted it to, but it's really, really hard to put together a band. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like a lot of men I played with felt kind of emasculated by me in some ways. Well, and that was, that was a little troublesome. Um, or like some people, we just wouldn't have the same musical vision. Um, so that kind of sucked at times, but, but everything's starting to pan out now. <laughs> yeah. So, well, but let's, let's talk about that just for a little bit, obviously as a woman who for some reason just insists on creating podcasts in male dominated industries, <laughs> like repeatedly. Yeah. So like, do you, and I'm not even a musician, so I can't even imagine. Do you ever get the, I guess, look down their noses at you because you are a woman? Do they, do you ever get the impression that they feel like you can't play as well as they can or? Oh yeah. Which is, yeah. would be it's, so weird, but. Yeah. Oh no, it, it happens pretty frequently until they actually hear or watch me play. And then it's like they're surprised and, you know, they're like, oh, wow, you actually can play guitar. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, like I know their their intentions aren't bad, but. I know. I it's think annoying a lot of people just, still. Yeah. Oh, it's super <laughs> annoying. Especially like I hate going into like Guitar Center and other <laughs> music shops because I feel like I get asked a lot like, oh, what are you buying your boyfriend? Yes, or, totally. And I'm like, actually, I'm here for me. <laughs> but. Oh, you know, funny. it's just, yeah, I think it's a, a thing that a lot of female musicians deal with and a lot of women in male dominated areas just because, I mean, the expectation isn't there and I get it, you know, I don't get mad about it like I used to. I used to get really mad, <laughs> but I know I think we I, all, I think anybody yeah. who's gone through that, you, you carry a chip on your shoulder for a while. And yeah. You're like whatever, <laughs> really dude, your opinion just yeah. doesn't even matter. Yeah, exactly. You, and for all those guys who do have bad opinions, there's so many awesome guys who are so supportive. So yeah. kind of makes up for all the rest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because even, I mean, the Milwaukee metal scene here, I've really only met a handful that I would be like, they're complete assholes. Most, oh, yeah. most of the guys and women, you know, with my husband having been in bands and stuff, even just production companies, they've all been super nice. And super yeah. supportive of everything, and really yeah. eager to work with with people. Yeah, that's definitely. Since I moved to Milwaukee, I've been in. It'll be this is yeah five bands, and every single musician I've met here has been super awesome, really nice, accommodating, supportive. It's like a, a really big community here that I didn't really have in Michigan. I mean, I knew a lot of people in Michigan, but I feel like there's a lot more love, support, and respect here Agreed. You know, that I yeah. didn't really feel in Michigan. So that was refreshing. <laughs> the, so how long have you been in Milwaukee? This will be, yeah, I, I think I moved here in 2012, so it'll be, wow, actually five years. Congratulations on your five-year yeah, anniversary. Five years, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem that long, but it has been, yeah. So <laughs> five bands in five years. So to a non-band person, that seems like a lot of bands to have been in. Yeah. What do you attribute the reason why it's been, you know, more than just like finding that one band and making it work? Oh, yeah. Well, it's like I thought when I moved here, I played with a group of guys. They were really cool. We hung out all the time, but they weren't very serious when it came to yeah. actually 
working towards something like wanting to play shows, wanting to record an album. And then, so that first band didn't pan out. And then I joined a cover band, but you know, I'm a metalhead and a lot of the cover band scene, unless you're like a thrash metal cover band, which I would love to start, but there are already a few of those here. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, I got kind of bored playing the music. So I was like, eh, maybe a cover band isn't for me. So then I quit one. I joined a metal cover band. <laughs> And that was a whole crazy story that I won't even get into on here, but oh, man. Um, one of the <laughs> one of the band members was just like a really, really not cool person and kind of screwed all of us over in a way. Oh, no. um, so we kind of picked up on that and I was just like, all right, lesson learned. Um, and then I just started doing things kind of independently. And then I met um, my bandmate Drew and we started Megadore he was also like an independent guy he did a lot of his own stuff um he had a, a project called replicant theory so um we kind of joined our forces together and formed Megadore, and then um you know so that kind of came out of nowhere it was unexpected but really cool because he's very goal-oriented like i am wants to work towards something i mean we finished our first album i think in like six months and I was playing in another band at the time and recording an album for another band at the time as well. So we just really, really, really worked hard to get that finished so we could start playing shows. Is it just the two of you? Um, it was the two of us for about a year, but um, we brought on our new bass player, Aaron Mack. Um, he's played in a couple bands in around Milwaukee, but I think he said his last show was like 2009. So. We're really happy to be a three-piece. It'd be awesome if we had a live drummer, but, you know, one step at a time. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, so. and I can imagine, like, we. I mean, Milwaukee has a lot of cover bands, a lot of them. Yeah. Which is fine, but I can imagine that someone doing original music would have a lot harder time, like you said, just, A, finding the right person who doesn't just want to jam once a month or whatever yeah. it is, and actually want to go the distance because you know to be a successful band is just a fuck ton of work and money oh, and yeah. time and effort and so to find somebody with the same drive I can imagine would be pretty hard it's not like you're in LA where everybody wants to be oh I know, <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I actually talk about that with my husband I was like man if I was in LA I could be playing with like a band like the Iron Maiden yes right exactly with Courtney Cox and Nita yeah. Strauss, yeah. But oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, Milwaukee's pretty great, you know, and Chicago's close enough. So I guess if I ever wanted to, maybe I could find some well, other you... girls to do it with me. But <laughs> well, and you've only been here five years, so I'm a little bit older than you. And like 15 years ago, Milwaukee had like a killer metal and rock scene. It was fucking popping. I don't know. What oh, happened. that is awesome. It was, yeah. Yeah, like, I heard about like Milwaukee Metal Fest and then mm -hmm. I moved here and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> yeah, a lot of the venues yeah. dried up and a lot of the, well, the bar laws changed. I think that had a lot to oh, do with it. Yeah. A lot to do with it. But it's just, there's not a lot of like media coverage. There's not a lot of support out there. And I mean, I look for bands that are playing, say, this weekend, and I go to Facebook, and I try to find an event or something like that. There's no real one spot. I mean... Oh, me too. You know? Yeah. It's hard. I it's mean, hard. You can sort of <laughs> sort of go to MilwaukeeRocks.com, but I don't know. 
I don't know, hopefully, eventually we'll get back to that space because it was not uncommon to just be able to go to any of the known bars and know that there was a metal or rock band playing. Oh, that's awesome. I hope it gets there again. Me too. <laughs> Sooner yeah. than later would be oh, awesome. Shit, right? Yeah. Because so I me, would love that. Right? Uh, oh, yeah, I can imagine. And uh, there's so many, <laughs> so many really good bands in Milwaukee that, I don't know, they shouldn't have to go out to Beaver Dam to play a venue. But that's oh, a yeah. rant for another day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more about your projects. So you're in, you have two projects going right now, correct? Yep. So Megadori, yep. which is, mm-hmm. explain exactly what type of music that is. So it's like um, instrumental. We were trying to find a vocalist for a while, but um, couldn't. So it's basically instrumental, progressive, industrial metal. And, you know, we were trying to find a way to describe our sound. And then one time we played a show and these guys were like, you guys sound like Iron Maiden and Nine Inch Nails, you know, if they had a baby. So (laughs) that's kind of what we tell people now, like we're the love child of Nine Inch Nails and Iron Maiden, because everyone knows Iron Maiden and everyone knows Nine Inch Nails. And that makes a lot of sense because Drew Nelson, the other guitar player, he also does like synths and programs the drums. He's really into industrial music. And I'm really into, like, old-school metal. So it's kind of like those styles coming together, I guess. And then Aaron, our new bass player, is also a metalhead as well. So he'll be, when we write new material, we'll probably get a little more metal <laughs> than it is now. So that's kind of exciting. That's cool. And where can, do you have music out that people can listen to? Oh, yeah. Um, we have music on Spotify, um, iTunes, Amazon. Um, we also have like we have accounts everywhere: Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud. We have a website um, where all our stuff can be streamed from there as well. It's www.megadori.com. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much everywhere <laughs> on YouTube. How we try you... to get it out there. So, how did you come up with that name? What does it mean? It's actually a really stupid story. It's not as cool. Like our bass player wanted to come up with this awesome backstory and I thought it was hilarious. But the reality is our other guitar player, Drew, he used to live in Ohio and there was a road called Magadora and he was like, that'd be a cool name for a band. So it's just the name of a road in Ohio. Hilarious. Oh my God. That's yeah, funny. Not, not as cool. We've thought about coming up with a cooler story, but we're still getting there. So. You should be like, this one time That's I got kidnapped by this French guy, <laughs> and his name was... <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So you are in a second project. Tell us a little bit about that, about the yeah, Four Horsemen um, Will Save Us. Oh, yeah. So that's actually my studio project. I started it because I was you know, playing in bands that I wasn't really really thrilled with um there wasn't a lot of creativity involved because we were cover bands so I wasn't writing I wasn't really happy um with the kind of what we were playing so I started just writing my own music and programming the drums and the bass and doing the vocals kind of as an outlet for me and it just kind of turned into I had this like all these songs I've amassed like 25 songs in the past couple years um so I was just like oh I'll just turn this into a project and I'll put an album out And then if I ever get a live band put together, you know, we can do that. I've had some people who are interested, but it's just really difficult to find people who are motivated enough to really go the full length and just, you know, work really hard so we can play live shows and 
so I just decided to do everything by myself. That's interesting. So you do all of it, all of it by yourself. Yep. All of it. Yep. Recording, programming, guitars, drums, bass, vocals, mixing. I'm going to master it myself too, even though I should get it professionally done. I just can't really afford to have it mastered professionally. So I'm doing the whole thing by myself. That is a huge undertaking. Yeah. But you do have a degree to help you along there because yep. not most yep, people exactly. can say I'm doing this project and I, hey, I happen to have yeah. a degree. <laughs> yeah. 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 That does help. <laughs> so. Well, that is super yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, I'm and for the listeners, and for the listeners, I will, um, I'll make sure to link to all these places in the show notes. So you can always go to oh, MilwaukeeMetalChick.com, cool. listen to the episode and, <laughs> and click on the links to find Megadori and the Four Horsemen Will Save Us. That's such a, that's a fun name. Like, I know yeah. it's not supposed to be fun, but it is fun to yeah, say. Yeah, it's super long. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe that wasn't the best idea, but, uh, oh, well. It's too late now. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Ashley, do you have any any shows coming up where people can come and see you live? Um, yeah, I do actually. My band Megadora is playing a show this Thursday on 4:20 um, at the River West Public House Cooperative. Okay. Um, we're actually going to be the only metal band there, so I'm not sure how we're going to be received. <laughs> but either people are going to stay or they're going to leave. We'll see. Um, but we're playing with a lot of other really great bands, um, Layers and Layers, the Jared Presley Experience from Ohio, um, and there's another band too, and I feel really horrible that I don't remember who they are, but they're going to be there too. Um, it should be a pretty good show. Awesome. <laughs> a lot of different musical styles are going to be featured, so it'll be cool. Well, and this will drop Thursday morning, so hopefully people will listen to this Thursday during the day and decide to go to the River West Public House oh, hey. on the evening cool. of April 20th. <laughs> yeah, so good timing. That would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, perfect. excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to, and for wanting to come on the show and just oh, sharing no your problem. story and your progression because, like we said, there's not a lot of women in metal, much less in the Milwaukee area. We're playing yeah. it, not just going to the shows, like who are actually playing the instruments. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you having me on the show. That's awesome. And it's awesome okay. that you're doing what you're doing, too. Thanks. I'll be definitely listening to all your podcasts Sweet. when I'm at work. <laughs> Give oh, me something cool. interesting to listen to. Yeah. You can always find Megadori on Twitter at, at Megadori, M-K-E. The Force Okay, the four horsemen will save us. I'm just going to link to that in yeah. show notes so y'all can just oh, find yeah, it that way. Yeah. You can always yeah, find me on Twitter. <laughs> you can always find me on Twitter. You can just search for Metal Chick at MKE Metal Chick. You can find me on Facebook. You can find Ashley on Facebook. Go go to Megadori. Give their page a like. It's pretty fun. She's got some really cool photos out there. Ashley, thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. <laughs>